In a world full of distractions, there is one big question on every dog owner's lips. How do I become more than just the person holding the other end of the leash? We all get dogs with a dream in mind, a vision of the future. And if right now your everyday reality isn't quite that picture you had in mind, you are in the right place. It really doesn't have to be this way. You absolutely can and will be more to your dog than just the person who gets in between them and the world. The key is you need to be more sexy. More sexy than the neighbourhood cats. More sexy than the jogger in the park. More sexy than that half-eaten hamburger they just found on the floor. And yes, even more sexy than the dog across the road. I'm Tom. And I'm Lauren. Together Together we're we're Absolute Absolute Dogs. Dogs. And you're listening to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. And welcome to the Sex in the Squirrel podcast, the podcast that gives you real life dog training and human results. Today, I'm joined by the wonderful Jess. Jess is literally a super cool dog trainer. And I know you've got lots to share with everyone, Jess. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sex in the Squirrel podcast. How are you today? Tell everybody a little bit about you. I'm very well, thank you. Um, I'm really, really excited to be here um, for you giving me this opportunity to come on and um, film the podcast. It's a brilliant, brilliant podcast. Um, gives you an insight to everything that Absolute Dogs does. Um, actually, I think that it's over and above everything else that we do course-wise. You know, it gives you everyone a real insight to what we do and how we learn and how it's completely different from other dog training. And, and how did you hear about Absolute Dogs in the first place? And, and like, what's your involvement with Absolute Dogs? Like, because I know that you are um, definitely, definitely an enthusiast. I love how enthusiastic you are. So yeah, how did you hear about Absolute Dogs? How did you get get involved yourself? Well, it was quite a long time ago. So it must have been about six years ago now. I think I worked it out the other day. It's crazy. Um, so I was looking for my first dog and um, I always wanted a spaniel, but wasn't quite sure what. Always really wanted worky, um, loved a oh, I think you have to tell us what you have because what do you have? Oh, wow. Is he not Mr. Perfect? There's like not enough words to describe how amazing he is, really. But don't talk about that. <laughs> I do think you also need to explain. So, so you have, um, how old is he now? Four and a half. He's a four and a half year old cocker. And what did he qualify as? Because I think this is pretty special. Um, yeah, so I'm really into my scent work. And um, just to sort of push the boundaries a bit, I thought, okay, let's take this to sort of the next level. Let's take him somewhere that, you know, is a bit different. So um, I did some research and I took him to um, an ex-police uh, officer's training camp. And basically what we did was uh, an intense uh, narcotics, which is drugs course, um, so we did it over three to four weeks and he was amazing and he's um, a fully qualified uh, drugs, well we're a fully qualified drugs team so himself and I um, are qualified to, if we wanted to, go and do some work with narcotics. Like how cool is that? Like <laughs> high five, high five, this is cool. This is cool information. So you have your working cocker and then you also have a youngster and your youngster is a working Labrador? She is. And uh, in terms of her, you fancy something a bit different. You fancy something that's still on the, because you're passionate about your scent, right? Yeah. Yeah, really, really passionate about my scent. Um, I think it just broadens the perspective of sort of sport, if you like. I, I really, I'm really into my agility, but with the scent, it just coincides with the game so, so well. Um, I remember rocking up with, um, when I just had Otto at the time to the course and, 
they were, we're going through this checklist, this check sheet of, you know, your dog must do this, your dog must do that. And they said, oh, don't let your dog off unless it's got a really good recall. I was like, yeah, it's fine. They're like, no, no, no. But really, I was like, no, no, honestly, he's absolutely fine. I was like, he can work away from me. He can work to me. He can work around me. And they were like, oh. And I said, don't worry, we play games. It's fine. And they sort of I looked at me as if to say, all right. And then when I let him off, it was like, they were like, okay, this is a cool dog. <laughs> I love that. I literally love that, Jess. Like, that is really, really cool. So I know that you're a pro dog trainer as well, which is is pretty cool. Um, and I know that you um, wanted to do pro dog training for a long time, actually. You were really keen for a long time, but didn't quite bite the bullet. You were quite like cautious about, about jumping in. What made you um, have a go at pro dog trainer? So, as you know, it's been quite a journey with Pro Dog Trainer. It's always something I've wanted to do, not for any particular reason to start with, other than to basically be be the best advocate for my own dog. So, touching into all these different sports, um, getting into all these different sort of avenues, if you like, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I had his back and he had mine. And in order to do that... um, we, I basically needed to give him the best chance and myself the best chance to succeed by playing all these different games. So I thought about Pro Dog Trainer and then I had it installed in my head that it was all about someone that wanted to sort of progress on to being a trainer. And at that point in my sort of journey, I didn't really have much interest, but mainly because I felt I couldn't. So my one of my biggest struggles um, was my biggest struggle. <laughs> Love it. Good language. Good language. Was um, that I knew everything up here, but my worry was that if someone confronted me to ask me something, that I wouldn't actually be able to get it from here, out here, in the right way. So I sort of said to myself, no, I can't do that, can't do that. So obviously 2019 Pro Dog Trainer came out and I thought to myself, yeah, I would like to do it. I'd like to do it for my own dog, for my own knowledge, really build up that knowledge base. And then it got to sort of where the doors were closing. I was really sitting on that fence. Then then the doors closed. So I said, never mind, I'll do it. Maybe next year. It's always the way, isn't it? Maybe next year. Maybe maybe next time. In a future life. (laughs) And then um, I don't even know what happened. I don't think I knew someone on the course. I I heard about bits of it from somewhere, and I can't even remember where it was. and I thought, oh, wish I knew that. Or, oh, like, and then, you know, you kind of start to then think to yourself, oh, I wonder what they do actually cover. Like, what, what am I missing out on? So I got this really, really bad FOMO. And of course, I had to wait a whole year. So I love it. You got terrible FOMO. I love it when someone's like, I got FOMO. I actually just had FOMO. I know it was crazy. So then, of course, I still had training academy and all the other amazing courses. So I worked my way through that, carried on my journey with what I had. And um, then, of course, 2020 came up and then um, it obviously came out again. And I thought to myself, oh, do I, don't I? And I said to myself, for Christ's sake, Jess, you did this last year and you missed out. And now you've had to wait a whole year. So go for it. And then if anything comes of it, it comes of it. And if it doesn't, well, it's just more learning and you can never not learn enough. So obviously jumped into the course 2020 and it was the best thing I ever did I completed the whole course but (laughs) knowing me I then hit another hurdle and then um, I got really bad imposter syndrome so I completed the course felt really really good but I still had this feeling of 
how could I can't deliver it to someone you know what if someone says to me a question and then I can't answer it you know how stupid is that going to make me feel so I did a couple of one-to-ones went to students houses really sort of got a little bit of a feel for it and although it was really really good and I felt the session went well I would always leave that session and drive home and reflect on it and say did I deliver that the best I could? Did did the student actually get out of it what they wanted to? You know, did did I make things clear enough? Did I ground it? Did I tell them why we're doing it and how it reflects in the outside world? Because obviously we train for the situation and not in it. And all these things over time kind of built up and built up. And then I said to myself, oh no, I don't, I don't think one-to-ones, I don't think training's for me, and I'll I'll just sort of leave it on the back burner. So I did a few one-to-ones every now and again, but it wasn't really consistent and the passion wasn't really there. And then comes Super Trainer Live 2021, last year. So how many years is that into my journey? <laughs> um, and then it, it's such an odd one. And still to this day, I can't put my finger on what it was about this specific moment. But obviously we had wonderful, brave little section in Super Trainer. And I think as many of the people that are listening will know that it's obviously touched a lot of people's hearts. And it's a, it's a really tough one because the scenarios are so different. You know, hers yeah. was a very yeah. unfortunate yeah. Sort of medical problem, whereas mine's kind of just get over yourself and jump in and sort it out but the, the sort of moral behind it of being brave and just getting on and doing it I, I just I can't oh, I love that I know I just can't put my finger on what it was but I literally and it didn't even take me one or two days to think about it it was literally as soon as that sort of section finished I just thought to myself do you know what I'm gonna do this and what will be will be and if I put 110% in then I can only get out what I put in and if it works it works and I'll, I'll never know otherwise unless I just get on and do it and I've never looked back since ever and that honestly for me gives me like almost a little bit teary like makes me a little bit like yeah it's just amazing Jess and I think for me listening to you I can hear your passion I can hear your enthusiasm I can hear how much you care and you deeply care I can hear how much you want to get it right. And I can also hear how hard you are on yourself. Like you are hard on yourself and actually you're doing a great job. And uh, what you're, what you're telling me here is that you, that it all matters and that actually you're exactly who you need to be, to be out there. Um, whether you're learning for your own dog or whether you're helping other people, actually other people are so lucky uh, when there are people like you and, and, and all the other pro dog trainers I know that are out there doing it now. From from that, there's I mean, I mean that's amazing. There is so much there. Pro dog trainer trains changes a lot of people's lives. In fact, absolute dogs does. And I think this is probably for me one of my powerful whys, really. It's it's that we see transformation in people and we see huge tra- transformation in people and huge growth in people. If you were to think about ways in which you've grown since you've been involved in pro dog trainer and the programs and, and what we do. How would you say you've grown since being involved? Well, have we got all night? <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Um, no, so literally I've grown in so many different ways. So on a personal level, I've always been quite a confident person. But when it comes to something that I'm so sort of passionate about and sort of I desire a lot like my dogs, yeah. Um, yeah. 
I tend to be hard on myself because I want to get it right. You know, I, I want to I want to show people exactly what it's about. And if I can't get it right myself, how can I teach other people? You know, that's always how I've been. Yeah. Um, you know, I've always loved dogs, always wanted to have dogs you know, in my life. And now I have to say that they literally are my life. <laughs> like from the minute I get up in the morning to the minute I go to bed at night, I'm always doing stuff, whether that's with my own dogs, training, you know, before before the live, I was like, right, quickly, I've got 20 minutes because obviously ditch the bowl and I feed raw. It's like rolling some meatballs quickly for tomorrow. <laughs> so it's yeah. like I've always got stuff going on yeah. that's sort of to do with with the dogs being part of my life now or are my life. And I think with the course as well, it's it's sort of given me that desire to want to show and help people to interact with their dogs in a sort of positive way in order to sort of bring out the dog's hidden talent because let's face it every dog's got hidden talent but it's up to us as owners to be able to encourage it and and bring it out and PDT has really helped me with that because as you know every dog is different so you, you can never train a dog the same way but by all the different strategies from that PDT show you I've been able to adapt that to each individual dog that I've had in front of me, whether it's my dogs or my students' dogs, yeah. um, in order to be able to give them um, techniques to use for them to start seeing real-life results. Mm-hmm. No, amazing. I mean, absolutely amazing. And and that's massive um, in, terms of, in terms of growth. And then what would be your biggest takeaway from completing Pro Dog Trainer? So what's your biggest sort of, yeah, takeaway moment? I think my biggest takeaway has got to be don't procrastinate about anything in life. If you want to do something, get on and do it. And, you know, there's always a saying, I think Tom says it all the time, what you don't know, you don't know. And I think one of the biggest things that Pro Dog Trainer has taught me is we don't always know everything. So as trainers, you know, we have the best mentors in in you and Tom. And the PDT community are amazing. Like they're just there all the time. I second that. Amazing, amazing, amazing space to be in. And at the end of the day, you're not going to know everything. And Mm -hmm. if someone comes up to me um, and they say they ask me a question, and I think to myself in that moment, oh, okay not 100% sure maybe of what the answer might be or yeah. um, I haven't actually come across this situation myself or I don't recall it there and then from the PDT course yeah. instead of sort of feeling oh my god you know what do I do right now I'm going to look really stupid I don't know the answer and now my student is going to think that trainer has no idea what she's talking about but I've managed to change my mindset now to say to them do you know what I'm not actually quite 100% leave it with me and I'm going to check it out and I'm going to get back to you with it because I think the student will find that more beneficial of you going away and seeking the answer to that struggle or to that problem whether that be yourself and Tom or the PDT group or you know my fellow friends that are also trainers and then going back and giving them some reliable information that's actually going to help them as opposed to trying to wing it in the moment and giving them the wrong information, which may actually potentially cause more struggles. Which it takes a really confident person to be able to do that. And I know that's what we coach. Like we, I, I know that that's exactly what I say. I don't actually know. I'm absolutely going to find out for you. And I think that's, that's a cool thing to say. And it's so, taken me a long time to get there as well, because that, that whole bit of I don't actually know has <laughs> been the issue. I, and I love that. I absolutely love that. I'm thinking 
if you were to think about Pro Dog Trainer and the community and all of what we do, is there anyone that you think has been a particular inspiration to you? Yeah, I mean, loads of people. I mean, obviously yourself and Tom, the energy and the optimism, everything you bring. Like, I wish you were training could be every day of the year. Like, if, if if anyone's listening and they've never been before, honestly, get yourself a ticket and get in the room because it is just full of such immense just optimism like you learn so so much and I think this is going to be my fourth or fifth year doing it and, and I always learn something new every year and I actually feel really grateful now being a trainer that I can not only take the information away from myself but I can also take it away to help my students as well because sometimes there might be a struggle that comes up and you think okay I haven't quite tackled that yet but we did cover it in super trainer so you know it gives you that aspect of there's different topics all the time so you're learning new things all the time and it's just such a great space to be and then obviously you've got the pdc community the facebook group um and club you know once you've completed pro dog trainer you get so many amazing opportunities um film days just just the opportunities are endless once you've completed it um and fellow students you know shout out to my amazing friends uh nikki kate and lucy they're always always on hand doesn't matter when if i've got a struggle or i'm thinking to myself oh not really quite sure about that let's just say you know this is what i'm thinking is it along the right lines or you know if i've missed something out that could be crucial you know let's know because then you learn from it i love that that um in effect the the whole community is on board and everybody has everyone's back like I, i think that's I think it's really, really special. So if someone was to ask you whether they should do pro dog trainer, what would you say? 100%. Honestly, you have got nothing to lose. I, there's no point dwelling in the past. It's gone. You have to live in the present and keep, keep running with it. But I do wish that I'd got this. I don't really know. Got, I, I, I sort of got on with it a little bit sort of earlier you know every your brave message sooner <laughs> yeah yes but no every everything happens for a reason you know and, and obviously that specific time last year was just my time to to make the decision and get forward but 100% do it whether it's for your own dog or you know if you want to teach I mean I've learned things from PDT for my own dogs like with Orla for example um I remember the first time when I came down that first morning to pick her up from you and we had the wand around the paddock and I was I, I spotted. You, I remember you saying though, um, I remember you saying like, how am I going to learn this? Like, how am I going to learn all this? There's so much to learn. Like, am I going to get it wrong? And I'm like, no, you're so going to get it right because you're so passionate about it. And yet, whilst I think, I think just reading, I'm, I'm just whizzing back on a question quickly. I think one of the biggest things is, the point in your life where you say, I can't do this, or I'm not the right person for this. I think you've overcome it in such a great way. Oh, 100%. And, and yet it, it's such a an easy one to fall down into, isn't it? Am I going to be able to do this? Can I start this again? Because you've done such a brilliant job with Otto that actually it challenges you, doesn't it, to do it again? It challenges 100%. And then it, it almost is like life challenges you all the time. You know, then I got to obviously all her and she was completely different. I remember on that same morning and you popped in back into the house to pick some paperwork up and she was rummaging around and doing her own thing I thought dear lord she's interested in the environment and then I was trying to get some attention noises and she was almost playing chicken with me she'd come over and then she'd dart away and I'm thinking 
dear lord what the hell do I do with this pup like I've come from a dog that thinks that I am its universe (laughs) you know and everything around him doesn't matter to now this young pup that's so intrigued with the universe and actually I'm just like (laughs) there (laughs) and everything matters like some dogs everything matters and and yet neither is right nor wrong, right? Like neither is right nor wrong. And actually both are brilliant. And this is, I, for me, this is this is the cool thing about pro-dog trainers. So for the person that asks you, pro-dog trainer, you'd say maybe, you'd say possibly, you'd say yes, or you'd say a hell yes. Oh, a hell hundred times yes. <laughs> yeah, I love it. A hell hundred times yes, over. And um, what do you think makes the pro-dog trainer program unique in your opinion? In my opinion, I would say the Pro Dog Trainer Program is unique because it literally covers everything. And it covers everything and every topic in such detail with obviously Tom's whiteboard sessions and practical sessions. It really gives you that insight on the theory and the practical. And whilst it seems like there's so much information, it's delivered in such a unique way where it's really easy to understand so and the fact that you get the year to do it you can take as long as you want so um I actually got to a stage where I I did bits and did bits and I was so hooked on it that you know I just like was like right I'm gonna set this time aside in my diary and let's do this like I'm really enjoying the learning so I think the opportunities after PDT as well I think I've mentioned already it's such a privilege to become a pro dog trainer because after that you get invited to some really special PDT days um, that help you grow and develop as a trainer. So you get continued support. Um, you've obviously got the Facebook page and everything else and club. So you never, ever miss out on anything that's up and coming. You always, you know, as being a, a, um, a privileged student, shall we say. Um, it is, isn't it? I mean, yeah. that's exactly the word I was thinking. Actually, we become very privileged really we become very privileged in what we're doing. And I think that's really, yeah, that's that's really special. Um, and the extra two days after Super Trainer as well. It's just specifically more learning for community people. And you just learn so much. Like, you just keep learning. There's always stuff to learn. And I think that's the big thing. So, so I suppose, um, do you have plans to do more with your business? What are your plans? What are you doing currently? Like, tell everyone a little bit about what your business is and, and what you're doing. Yeah, so I'm in a bit of a sort of, uh-oh, with my business at the moment. So I'm a full-time dog groomer, and I have been for sort of seven, eight years now. And the reason why my business runs so well is because um, I have my clients booked a year in advance. So every six, eight, and ten weeks through the whole year, they get an appointment on their specific day and time. Um and then basically it just means that they've got their appointments for the whole year. I know where I am. They know where they are. And uh, it just works really well. But now all of a sudden my training's taken off. You know, I'm doing workshops and classes, one-to-ones. And now I'm suddenly thinking, oh, God, I've got no time. So every year in August or end of July, August, I always plan my diary for the next year. So the really exciting thing this year, and I really have only just sort of got going from January, really, is I'm now being able to plan my diary to say, okay, well, one or two days a week, I'm going to focus just on training. And then the rest of it can be grooming. So I'm almost starting to to get towards that dream of becoming a full-time dog trainer and being able to mix and match it into the grooming. But it's quite nice because the sort of clientele sort of crosses over. So a dog dog comes to me for grooming. I I can't help myself. I want to... I want to coach this. So what I don't understand is 
why don't you bring on a young groomer? Like this makes sense to me that you have a young groomer working alongside you and that you're kind of coaching them, but you've got your training on board and like you can have both. You can have both. Yes, I know this is it has crossed my mind. I'm like, this is what we do. Anyway, I've got to move on because I'm in so much trouble. We're literally, we're going off task, but I think that's a great thing. And um, so if, um, I, I suppose, if if you could um, do anything differently or change anything, I'm guessing you would have done it sooner. That's what I'm guessing. I think if anything, when you say pro-dog trainer, you would have done it sooner. Would you agree? I would have done it sooner. However... I do strongly oh, believe my internet's happened. gone really funny. Can you hear me? Can I can hear you. you. Yeah, can you yeah. hear me? Yeah. Cool. So oh, yeah, yeah. You back. I do I do wish that I'd done it sooner. However, I am a really, really strong believer that everything happens for a reason. And you know what? If I'd done it when I was procrastinating about it, then maybe I wouldn't have done it properly. Yeah, I wouldn't have done it 110%. I wouldn't have had that push behind me from Brave Story to really go out and do it. And you know, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's in the past doesn't matter going <laughs> forward you're going forward <laughs> lastly tell us your absolute favorite absolute dogs game so i i can't actually name one so be, being a solution seeker i'm going to change the question slightly to what are my dog's favorite games go on then go on then give us those so for otto he absolutely loves middle magic hand and leg weaves and mm. Um, for all are just based on from what her struggles were from day one with disengagement and being so independent she loves the boomerang game orientation and toy switch but the boomerang game is the power of games it's got so strong now that when we go out in the field and um, she's got a cracking nose on there if she starts hunting and I think oh there's a deer around here somewhere she actively tries to hunt out the deer not because now she wants to chase the deer but because she gets such value and reinforcement from me calling in her name for her to come back and get rewarded that it's like Thank I've got you. to find this deer so I can get a call back so I play it with her now once she's found it I say nothing and then when she turns back I'm like nice and then I give her a reward so it's so, so powerful games-based training so so powerful you are having an amazing time so Jess I think uh well I've had a lot of fun I hope you've had a lot of fun too I'm Definitely. most excited about the fact that you're going to be bringing on a new groomer into your team and <laughs> a team I've I've got this all planned like I'm running with it uh, we'll have to chat on it soon and um, I'd love to see you on a on a training day or a film day soon because um I can't wait to see your progress most of all thank you for chatting to everyone no thank problem you. thank you for having me I think they're gonna love it I think they're gonna be so excited by that um, so that was this episode of the Sex in the Squirrel podcast. This the podcast literally has been insane in terms of covering pro dog trainer and actually your journey, Jess, which has been really cool. Um, literally, I cannot wait for the next episode, which we are going to be following um, some very exciting training journeys. Guys, thank you all so much for listening. And remember, stay sexy. <laughs> <laughs>